I want to welcome you back to day two of our look together through Mark chapter 6 in Daily Drive Time Devotions. We're going to be looking at verses 7 to 13 today, and then also down at verse 30. And as, as we do this, I want to read these verses for you first and listen for the principles in our lives of sharing our faith with other people that you and I can learn from how Jesus challenged his first disciples to share their faith with other people. Beginning in verse 7 and then reading through verse 13. Calling the twelve to him, he sent them out two by two and gave them authority over evil spirits. These were his instructions. Take nothing for the journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in your belts. Wear sandals, but not an extra tunic. Whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave that town. And if any place will not welcome you or listen to you, shake the dust off your feet when you leave as a testimony against them. They went out and preached that people should repent. They drove out many demons and anointed many sick people with oil and healed them. And then down in verse 30, the apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all that they had done and taught. Now tomorrow we're going to talk about what's between verses 13 and 30, but today I want to focus together on what happened when these disciples first went out and the principles you and I can learn about sharing our faith, ministering to other people in Jesus' name. There are six specific principles in what Jesus specifically asked them to do. Let's just walk through them. Principle number one, Jesus said, I want you to go out two by two. The first principle is this, you share your faith in relationship with other believers. Sharing your faith, ministering to others in Jesus' name, is not a solo pursuit. It's not some lone ranger thing where you go out all by yourself and it's just me and Jesus. He told them to go out two by two. And that's good for accountability. It's good for strength and support, but it's also good for relationship. And it's also great for ministry. God means for us to minister together because there are gifts that I have that you don't have and gifts that you have that I don't have. And the mix of our gifts together is what shows the strength and the power of the body of Christ. That is why when someone is brought to faith in Christ, it is almost always out of a relationship with many believers in Christ. It's not one person leading another person to Christ. It's a whole group of people because they're able to see in all those different people how Jesus Christ is working. So you share your faith in relationship with others. If you're trying to do it on your own, if you're not in relationship with other believers as you serve Jesus Christ, you're going to wear out and you're not going to do the job as effectively because he's made us to work together in the body of Christ. Go out two by two. Principle number two is found in Jesus' words, take nothing but what you need for the journey. And then he said, wear sandals but not an extra tunic. What's the principle there? You share your faith depending on God. He sent these first disciples out in a way that they'd have to depend on God to meet their needs. They didn't take everything they could take with them. They didn't worry about, I have to have this, I have to have that. But instead, Jesus said, I want you to depend on God in this circumstance. He's going to meet your need. You see, I share my faith in relationship with others, but that's not all there is. There's also this dependence on God, that God's going to work as I share my faith and do things I could never do. God's going to work as I minister in Jesus' name and do things that I could never do. The most wearying life is a life of trying to minister in Jesus' name on your own effort and power and resources. First of all, it wears you out because you're not asking for his strength and relationship with him. And secondly, it wears you out because you're not seeing any results. The power of God isn't at work. You share your faith depending on God. 
And in doing that, sometimes you and I have to do exactly what these first disciples did. You have to reduce your resources. Instead of having so many things in your bag, so many methods and abilities and resources, you just reduce your resources to your dependence on God and watch what he can do. He's going to challenge that in our lives at times. Principle one, you share your faith in relationship with others. Principle two is you share your faith depending on God. Principle three is you share your faith without mixed motives. Here's what happened in the words of Jesus. He said to them, stay at the same house until you leave that town. Now, why did he say that? In in the Eastern culture, hospitality was expected. If you as a stranger walked into a town, somebody was expected in that town to invite you into their home for water and food and a place to sleep. It was not you who was expected to go and find a place. They were expected to help you. So the disciples would walk into a town. Somebody was expected to help them. And Jesus said, now, stay in that house. Why did he say that? Because if they had moved from house to house to house, they could have used the opportunity to advance their opportunity. They could have used the fact that they were in this town to find a little bit better house. Oh, there's a little bit better house. Oh, maybe she could cook a little bit better meal and move up. And in so doing, create a lot of mixed motives. First in their own hearts. Why do you want to go to that house? But also in the hearts of the people that they were sharing with. Why did you move from house to house? Why do you like her house or his house better than mine? How does this fit into our lives? Well, let's say, uh, You happen to share Christ, you're an Amway salesman, and you happen to share Christ with someone who got involved in your network, and they come to know Christ. And then you decide, oh, that's going to be what I do. Everybody that I invite to Amway, I'm going to now share Christ with them, and that's going to be my sole way of witnessing. All of a sudden, the motives are mixed. Are you sharing Christ with them, or are you trying to get them involved in a business network? Now, I understand the thing of motives can be very, very confusing. I don't even understand my own motives a lot of times. But whenever you see the opportunity for people to misunderstand your motives, Jesus is saying here, it's up to you and I, as believers in Jesus Christ, to take that opportunity to misunderstand the motives. Take it away. Stay in the same house until you leave that town. Or don't mix business and sharing your faith in a way that makes people confused. Make sure you share your faith without mixed motives. There's a fourth principle in these verses. Jesus says, if you're not welcome in a town, shake the dust off of your feet. Now, for the disciples, here was the principle. Share your faith where you are wanted. Don't share your faith with people who don't want to hear. Share your faith with people who do want to hear. Now, that may sound like a very simple lesson, but I've got to tell you, in my own life and ministry, some of my most difficult days and lessons in ministry have come over this principle. I I see someone who I know would make a great disciple of Jesus Christ, a great follower of Jesus Christ. And I pour my life into trying to get them to follow. And they just keep saying, no, 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 obviously no. But I keep trying and I keep trying. I don't want to give up. And in trying with this person who's saying no, I'm ignoring all these other people who are saying yes. Jesus says, go with the people that say yes. When you leave the town, forget the fact that they rejected. Shake the dust off your feet and go to the next place. Don't live to cause people who are rejecting the message to push them to accept it. Instead, live to invite people who are accepting the message and to help them to live it. That's what Jesus Christ calls us to do. Now, there's also another principle in these verses. The principle is not only for the disciples in this case, but when he says, shake the dust off your feet, it's a very strong sign of the fact that they've rejected the message. And this is a 
This is a principle of responsibility. When I get light from God, I get responsibility because of that. And when people heard the message of Jesus and rejected it, Jesus says, now they have responsibility for it. It is not my responsibility to get people who reject to accept. That's God's responsibility. It's my responsibility to help people to hear the message and to help people who have accepted that message to begin to live it out in their lives. There's a fifth principle in these verses. They went, they went out, and they preached, and they drove out, and they anointed. The principle is simply this. When you minister in Jesus' name, do what Jesus would do. They just went out and did the same things that Jesus was doing in that day. You say, well, does that mean I'm supposed to drive out demons and anoint sick people? And that's what Jesus was doing in that day. So he gave them the same power to do the exact same things that he was doing. The question is, what does Jesus need to be doing in our day, in our neighborhoods? What does Jesus need to do in our community? Do what Jesus would do. There's hungry people. You know Jesus would feed hungry people. Feed hungry people. There's people that are anxious and worried. You know that Jesus would comfort people that were anxious and worried. Comfort people that are anxious and worried. Do what Jesus would do. That's one of the strongest principles for ministry, for sharing your faith in Jesus Christ. And then there's a sixth principle. Down in verse 30, they gathered around Jesus and they reported all that they'd done and taught. The sixth principle is rejoice. And specifically, rejoice with Jesus in what he has done. Part of sharing your faith is taking joy in what God does when you tell the good news. Taking joy in what God does when other people's lives begin to grow. Not for your own sake, your own pride, but for his sake, seeing what he's done. So here's the six principles. You share your faith in relationship with others. You share your faith depending on God. You share your faith without mixed motives. You share your faith where you are wanted. You do what Jesus would do. And then you share your faith rejoicing with Jesus in what he has done. Let's pray together. Jesus, thank you. Thank you that you've given us a faith to share. And you see us. Most of us, we have a hard time sharing our faith. Help us to see places where we can do what you would do. And out of that, I pray, we pray together, that you would bring about conversations where people can see who you really are. Use us, we pray, in some small way to bring your light to people that need to see. We ask it, Jesus. Give us strength to do this. We ask it in your name. Amen. Well, join us tomorrow. We're going to be looking together at an incredible story about the dangers of guilt.